This is Dick Hyman inviting you to listen to my music and the music of all my friends right here on the Big Band Files and all that jazz on 1220 WIBQ. Sitting putter, life's candy and the sun's a ball of butter. Don't bring around a cloud to rain on my parade. Don't tell me not to fly. I simply got to. If someone takes a spell, it's me and not you. Who told you you're allowed to rain on my parade? So I guess I didn't make it, but whether I'm the rose of sheer perfection, a freckle on the nose of life's complexion, the cinder of a shiny apple of its eye. I can fly once, I gotta try once, only can die once, right, sir? Ooh, life is juicy, juicy, and you see I'm gonna have my bite, sir. Get ready for me, love. Drama End of Act One of Funny Girl with Barbara Streisand. Don't rain on my parade. I believe that ended Act One, right, Mal? I believe it did. That's the closing number of the first curtain, and uh, I think that's I'm the sure song. It that, down the house. Oh man, imagine that—the first time opening night. If you heard her come out, sing that song at the end of first act, yeah, it had to be crazy in that theater. I would think so. Yeah, and of course that's another Julie Stein song from Funny Girl. That's correct. And and, uh, and again we're. We're talking about the range of Julie of Julie Stein, and here's a guy who wrote songs in 1940, 1945, a long, long time, and goes right through to now we're in the 60s, and he's writing theater music with uh, Bob Merrill or Barbara Streisand. Incredible before career. Before that, you had it, the, uh, the great Ethel Merman, and everything's coming up roses. The Julie Stein song, music, and lyrics with Stephen Sondheim. 
an amazing uh, body of work, working with so many different people, too, which uh, really, when you think of it, uh, it's not easy collaborating with uh, even one person to do it with so many people and come up with uh, that quality of work is really remarkable. I would say so. Mal Dankner joins us. In case you're just tuning in to the Big Band Files and all that jazz, I'm Doug Miles with you, and we're real happy to be with you tonight. If you're listening on Saturday night, thank you for joining us. We're here Saturdays 10 to midnight right after the Sounds of Sinatra, and on Sundays 8 to 10 right after NFL football, and uh, we're real happy to be with you right here on 1220 WIBQ, sharing the music with you. And uh, in case you weren't with us in our first hour or weren't with us a few weeks ago, Mal Dankner and I did a show like this up on Long Island on uh, WBAU, which was 90.3 FM. It was Adelphi University's radio station, but it wasn't just a campus station. It was a station that you could hear uh, throughout most of uh, Nassau County, which uh, for our New York listeners, I'm sure a lot of you are familiar, or maybe some of you have lived up there. I'm sure I know a lot of you have, and uh, that station really kind of uh, was one of those eclectic stations that had so many different musical formats to it, and we were all happy to be part of the jazz scene up there. And I guess, Mal, you and I kind of uh, pioneered that up there because they always played jazz, but it was more the modern stuff for the 80s and and 70s. But uh, we kind of brought uh, the standards back to uh, college radio, which we're real happy to say. Amen. Unfortunately, that station is no longer on the air. <laughs> well, I hope have anything to do with that. <laughs> no, I went off the air long after we left, uh, unfortunately, and, and we're still hoping that uh, the powers that be that have taken over Adelphi University will find it somehow to bring it back on somewhere. I heard they were going to try and put an Internet radio station up. I'm still waiting to hear if that's uh, happening, but maybe they'll do it at one time or another. But anyway, we were there during the uh, the good times of WBAU. We're all happy to be here on uh, WIBQ tonight, and we're going to uh, feature a lot of this uh, second hour uh, of Frank Sinatra, and we're going to start off right now with uh, one of his early recordings. This is him when he started out with uh, the great Harry James, right, uh, Mel? That's right, in 1939. 1939, here's Harry James along with a young Frank Sinatra, my buddy. Your voice and the touch of your hand 
James and the orchestra, Frank Sinatra, good old standard there called My Buddy, and uh, this is from a, a really great compilation, Mal, uh, Columbia Records put out, I guess, uh, about 10 years ago now, from what I understand, of, of as many of the recordings that uh, Harry James and Frank Sinatra did together back in those years. Yeah, that's right, and this is the uh, very first uh, recordings of, of James, Harry James, and Sinatra with Harry James in 1939. And, and these uh, records were recorded at the uh, famous Roseland Ballroom in New York. Oh, yeah. Right in the heart of uh, Midtown Manhattan there, right across from right. Uh, where David Letterman does his uh, show today. And uh, Roseland is still there, by the way. It is still there, yeah. yeah. I think it's more of a disco, not, not called disco anymore, but a dance place, right? Like a nightclub? Yeah, I believe it is. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Frank Sinatra started out, uh, he was born in uh, Hoboken, New Jersey, and I believe he, he started singing at, uh, was it a, a nightclub or a restaurant uh, in, what, Englewood Cliffs, wasn't it? Call it something yeah, like that. And, and right now I'm, I'm sort of uh, sort of blocking. It was Frank Daly's Meadowbrook. That's right, yeah. Where I believe he was right. heard by Harry James. That's right, that's right. I think it was on a, a radio hookup, and, uh, and probably over UNEW. I was going to say, I think N.E.W. Uh, picked up some of those live broadcasts back then, and then uh, Sinatra signed with Harry James. Stayed with him, what, about a year or two? About a year or so, and then had the opportunity to go on to bigger and better things with Tommy Dorsey. And uh, the beginning of our first hour, he played uh, a song from the man who uh, took over for Sinatra, Dick Ames. That's correct. Yeah. Here's another uh, song right now. Mal, I know you wanted to talk a little bit about this one that we're going to hear next, right? Uh, just uh, a little bit of an intro on All or Nothing at All, that it was recorded with Harry James in 1939 and became uh, a very big hit for Sinatra, but not until 1943. And I, I have some interesting uh, information here, some notes, an interview with actually the uh, the composer of the song, Jack Warren. Uh, maybe we can talk a little bit about that after you play the song. Okay, here it is, All or Nothing at All. Nothing at all Half a love Never appealed to me 
If your heart never could yield to me Then I'd rather have nothing at all All or nothing at all If it's love, there is no in-between Why begin and cry for something that might have been? No, I'd rather have nothing at all Oh, please don't bring your lips so close to my cheek Don't smile or I'll be lost beyond recall The kiss in your eyes and the touch of your hand makes me weep And my heart may grow dizzy and fall And if I fell Under the spell of your call I would be caught in the undertow And so you see I've got to say no, no All or nothing at all Frank Sinatra with Harry James and the orchestra, all or nothing at all. And uh, I guess that would probably be his first major hit, right, Mal? Even though it came out a little bit late. I mean, it was a big hit later on in 1943. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking through the liner notes uh, from that album, and I'm, I'm trying to get a sense of why uh, the recording became a big hit in 1943, and I, I really can't find anything here. But I will tell you that uh, there's some interesting information in this interview with Jack Lawrence, one of the writers of All or Nothing at All, he's uh, he's being interviewed, by the way, by great writer Will Friedwald, and uh, he he says that All or Nothing at All had actually been recorded four four times or more over the years uh, from from the time that Sinatra originally recorded it, and uh, and interestingly enough, and fortunately enough, I guess it was never released. There was a disco version of it in 1977. <laughs> So, uh, based upon what your your musical taste is, I say, uh, fortunately, it wasn't released. Uh, it was also recorded um, with arrangements by Don Costa and Nelson Riddle, and um, and again the the disco version. So, the song certainly has had a, a very long life, starting out in 1939, becoming a hit for Sinatra in 1943, and and being recorded really right through at least till 1977. 
Yeah, thankfully, all those uh, distro versions of standards were, were either burned or, or quickly vanished. <laughs> yeah, for, for those of you who do want to hear Sinatra sing a disco song, uh, there is a recording of Night and Day, a <laughs> disco style that Sinatra did. And uh, probably the less said about it, the better. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of disco, uh, we played an Ethel Merman song before. I remember she did a disco version of Everything's Coming Up Roses, too. That was brutal. <laughs> really? Oh, man. <laughs> and then they never heard from Ethel again. Right? Oh, Ethel soon passed away after that, I believe. But, oh, uh, man. I think, well, was it the music or was it old age? <laughs> I think, I think uh, both. <laughs> <laughs> that was tough to hear. But, uh, yeah, that, oh. everybody seemed to do a disco version of something back uh, back then. But thankfully, yeah, that was so a short-lived era. As well, I would think, had a probably disco version of something. Who, who did? Lawrence Welk. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> that's a little tongue-in-cheek, Doug. I don't believe that that's true. I think Lawrence Welk was the only one that uh, stayed true to his form all the way through. You, you listen, you look at some of those shows they show on PBS every week. I mean, he was true to his uh, his vision, and, and those shows still hold up. I mean, if that's the kind of music that you grew up listening to, uh, Lawrence Welk's show, you're going to hear that kind of music all the way through. Nothing's going to waver from that, and I think that's great. There's a, uh, just very quickly, there's a, there's a story about that again demonstrating the unhipness of Lawrence Welk uh, in that uh, apparently when at one point on one of the shows they played uh, take the A train and apparently unless this is a real goof what I had heard was that Lawrence Welk introduced the song by saying we're now going to play take a train yeah. <laughs> I heard another time uh, he was introducing a song that came out in the early 40s, and he said this was a big hit in World War I.I. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> Lawrence didn't quite read cue cards too well. <laughs> hey, buddy, what about Roman numerals? <laughs> <laughs> but he, he was so much in that era, it was, he had like a charm about him. I mean, he was so uh, uncomfortable uh, he, on he, camera, he, he, you know. And, and as you say, you know, we can make fun of him but certainly this this man was very true to true to who he was he was quite authentic and he uh, and he probably laughed all the way to the bank he, he died um, a very rich man <laughs> but anyway we're not playing lawrence Welk tonight that's for another show if we ever get to lawrence i don't know if we will great music but not quite uh, what we do here but this is uh, we're going to move on now to when uh, sinatra moved to the next big band we mentioned it before after he left tommy uh, after he left harry james he went to the tommy dorsey orchestra and it kind of uh, opened up a lot more doors for him. I guess Tommy Dorsey, probably the more uh, well-known band at that time, I guess. Right, Mel? I believe Tommy Dorsey's band was probably along with Benny Goodman and uh, uh, Glenn Miller, the, the top three bands at that time. Here's one of the big hits from the era, 1943. Frank Sinatra, Tommy Dorsey, Let's Get Away From It All. Thank you. 
this dull routine Up to town on the 8.15 Back at night off to bed and then Get up and start it all over again Let's take a boat to Bermuda Let's take a plane to St. Paul Let's take a kayak to Quincy or Nyack Let's get away from it all Let's take a trip in a trailer No need to come back at all Let's take a powder to Boston for chowder Let's get away from it all We'll travel round from town to town We'll visit every state And I'll repeat I love you sweet In all the 48 Oh, let's go again to Niagara And listen This time we'll look at the fall. Yes, let's leave our hut, dear. Get out of our rut, dear. Let's get away from it all. Hit the road and really get away from it all. Let's motor down to Miami. Let's climb the Grand Canyon Wall. Let's catch a tuna way out in Laguna. Let's, Let's get, get away from, from it all. Let's travel south of the border. I'll get a real Spanish shawl. For me, a muchacha. But not while I watch you. Let's, Let's get, get away, away from, from it all. They say there's no place quite like home. A charming thought and pure. Not true. But until the world we roam, how can we be sure? Let's spend a weekend in Dixie. I'll get a real southern draw. Another one, then off to Reno. But just to play Keno, let's, let's get, get away from, from it all.
sat a king Kings don't mean a thing On the street of dreams Dreams broken in two Can be made like new On the street of dreams There's gold, silver and gold All you can hold is in the Long as love is sure On the street of dreams This is Robin Lynn, and you're listening to The Big Band Show with Doug Miles. Check out Doug's show. It's all jazzy and fun. Right here on News Talk 1220, WIBQ. like it's climbing clear up to the sky Oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I got a beautiful feeling Everything's going my way They don't turn their heads as they see me ride by But a little brown maverick is winking her eye Oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I got a beautiful Everything's going my way 
sounds of the earth are like music All the sounds of the earth are like music The breeze is so busy it don't miss a tree And an old weeping willow is laughing at me Oh, what a beautiful morning Oh, what a beautiful day I got a beautiful feeling Everything's going my way Frank Sinatra, as we move along now to uh, the Columbia years with a Rodgers and Hammerstein song from Oklahoma. Everything, not everything, <laughs> what was that? From Oklahoma, yeah. Oh, what a beautiful right. morning. Yes. And kind of an interesting, uh, if you listen closely, you probably said, you know, musicians on that album. Why did that happen? Well, there's an interesting story behind that. Now, why don't you tell that? Well, a little bit I know about it is that there was a, there was a musician strike around that time. I think it was around 1943 or so. And uh, there are a number of recordings made by Sinatra, Dick Hames, uh, I believe Bing Crosby, and probably others, that are done uh, a cappella. There are no musicians in sight. And very uh, clever how they did it. They took a vocal group and kind of arranged the voices to what strings would be, I suppose. And, and it, unless you listen real closely, you kind of think you're hearing instruments, but there are none on that recording at all. And like you said, there was a musician strike at that time, and uh, there's about, I guess, maybe a handful of recordings that they made. I guess they had contractual obligations. They had to do something. That's supposedly why they uh, why they did those recordings. Well, I think it was a matter of economics as well. They wanted to get the records out, and they wanted people to buy them, uh, as well as uh, contractual arrangements. So you do you do have people like Sinatra, and as we said, Dick Ames, and uh, I would think Perry Como at that time, right. and certainly Bing Crosby. Yeah doing uh, acapella arrangements. Good recording right there. And uh, this is The Big Bad Files and all that jazz. I'm Doug Miles. Our special guest host is Mal Dankner, returning with us tonight. And he'll be back with us again uh, next month as we're going to kind of continue the Sinatra uh, theme. Uh, every time Mal is on, we'll kind of move along to the to the capital years on our next program. We're going to kind of stay with Columbia now for the remainder of, of this hour. And uh, here's another song from uh, the Columbia years. This one was written, actually, uh, by uh, the comedian uh, Phil Silbers, right? That's right. Silvers and Sinatra wrote this song. I think there was another collaborator on that uh, on that song, but it's certainly Sinatra had a hand in it, and and definitely Phil Silvers. And of course, it was in tribute to uh, Sinatra's daughter, Nancy. This is Nancy with the laughing face. Nancy, 
with a laughing face She takes the winter and makes it summer Summer could take some lessons from her Picture a tomboy in lace That's Nancy with a laughing face Did you ever hear mission bells ringing? Well, she'll give you the very same glow When she speaks You would think it was singing Just hear her say Hello I swear to goodness You can't resist her Sorry for you She has no sister No one could ever replace My Nancy with a laughing face I swear to goodness can't resist her Sorry for you She has no sister No angel could replace My Nancy With a laughing face Frank Sinatra, recorded back in uh, 1943, song written by uh, Frank, along with Phil Silvers, who many people remember later on from uh, the show Bilko, was also a great Broadway performer. I think, what, Top Banana, was that the big show he was in, Mal? Top Banana, and uh, the uh, the fellows who had a hand in writing uh, Nancy, uh, I mistakenly said Sinatra had a hand in it, actually um, were... Let's see if I can find it. I just lost it. Uh, Sammy Kahn had a hand in writing the lyrics, and Jimmy Van Heusen had a hand in writing the music. Yeah, I think Sinatra inspired it. He said, I'd like to have a song written for my daughter, Nancy, and that's that's how that came about. I believe so. I, believe, was, he, I believe he told them. Yeah, I was going to say, when Sinatra wanted something, he said, I want a song written about Nancy, and that's how it... <laughs> so he, he gets a hand in writing it. <laughs> <laughs> I, think that's a, I think that's a good way to put it, yeah. <laughs> You know, in the Columbia collection that we're uh, we're talking about here and, and listening to, there's a little note that Julie Stein contributed to the complete recording years. And uh, I'll just read a bit of it if I can. Sure, go ahead. Well, this is what it says. It says, in, in this collection are many number one hits of mine made popular by my dear friend Frank Sinatra. To name a few, I fall in love too easily. 
uh, was written for Frank for the movie Anchors Away, and the great I Guess I'll Hang My Tears Out to Dry was our first hit from a Broadway show called Glad to See You. Frank's recording made this one of my biggest standards of uh, about 47 years ago. Time After Time was in the movie It Happened in Brooklyn. And uh, let's see what he writes here. The song was written at Frank's house, in fact. Uh, and I improvised it at a party. Uh, I also wrote The Things We Did Last Summer. And then he sums up by saying, so after 50 years of continuing success with him, forgive me if I say that in my opinion, Frank Sinatra has done more for popular music than anyone else in the world, and that I think he is the greatest entertainer of all time. Thank you, Frank. It's signed Julie Stein, 2-1693. Wow, that's a nice tribute. Yeah. I was just going to say... Uh <laughs> maybe maybe the timing of it isn't good now, but we were kind of talking uh, earlier in the week, Mal, about uh, a show that uh, Frank did with Dean and Sammy and, and Johnny Carson uh, from 1965, that closed circuit show, and, and Dean was kind of joking when he came out on stage and uh, said, oh, Frank asked me to come here. Uh, Frank told me to come here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Frank never Martin asked was anybody. He quoted as saying at times that, uh, you know, uh, this is Frank's world. We only live in it. Yeah, right. <laughs> Frank never asked anybody. He told you, but uh, but he did it in a way where I think you you, you appreciate it after the fact. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> well, it, with with all of the complexities of this guy, uh, the, the number one thing is that he probably was the greatest entertainer of all time, greatest singer of all time. Oh certainly. yeah, he, he delivered when he had to. I mean, he, he, he sure did. Through. He sure did. There, I'm were, make a little... there were over 300 recordings that he did for Columbia. Oh, yeah, I'm going to make a little audible, uh, Mal, because uh, you just read that thing from Julie Stein. Uh, why don't we do Frank and Time After Time right now? Terrific. Time after time I tell myself that I'm so lucky to be loving you. So lucky to be the one you run to see. When the day is through I only know What I know The passing years will show You've kept my love so young So new Time after time You'll hear me say that I'm So lucky to be loving you So 
passing years will show You've kept my love so young So new And time after time You'll hear me say that I'm So lucky To be loving you Beautiful rendition by Frank Sinatra tune called Time After Time, written by uh, Julie Stein. I, I love that song, uh, Mal, one of the, my favorites. That's beautiful. Yeah. Just beautiful all the way he does it. And, of course, we should uh, acknowledge the, the arrangements during the Columbia years for Sinatra, uh, and that fellow is uh, Axel Stortle. That's conducting right. Conducting and arranging. Yeah. A tremendous uh, body of work that uh, he worked with Axel Stortle, and I guess Stortle worked with Dorsey, right? Dorsey Orchestra? I believe that's where they met. Yeah. Uh, perhaps, uh, I was going to say Billy, not Billy May, but I think Paul Weston also, who he mm-hmm. did some work with, and who uh, did, a, Paul Weston did an awful lot of work with uh, his wife, Joe Stafford. Joe Stafford, right. Wonderful arranger. Next time uh, you were I believe this... that Axel Stortle was uh, either arranging and or a musician with Tommy Dorsey. And uh, Cy Oliver as well, great arranger and, with the Dorsey yes, band. Yes, the great Cy Oliver, yeah. absolutely. And he started we, off the show playing a Cy Oliver song. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed, right. Yeah. And next time you're with us, Mal, we'll, we'll get into the capital years, and we'll get a lot of uh, Billy May and, and Nelson Riddle. Yeah, my favorite. Unbelievable albums that uh, he put out. You figure out that the Columbia years, I mean, these were classics in their own right, but uh, I think he even exceeded them. Uh, when you look back to the early 50s and right to the mid-50s with the capital years. Yeah, I think that's considered the golden age of Sinatra, oh, certainly no the capital years. Yeah. We talked a little bit about it before, just what he was going through with uh, Ava Gardner, and he just uh, was singing those great torch songs, and I guess the inspiration for those was what he was going through with Ava. We'll talk about that one when we play them, but uh, tremendous, tremendous voice at that time. But uh, sadly, we're out of time again, Mal, just about out of time, and again, these two hours just fly by all the time, and uh, it's been great to be with you again, Mal. We're going to go out with uh, another one from Columbia, but uh, thanks for joining us uh, down here in Sarasota tonight. Oh, it's, it's all my pleasure, Doug, and thanks very much for having me on. I do appreciate it. It's, it's always great to kind of uh, catch up. Uh, you know, it's kind of a reunion for us since we did this uh, up in New York. Uh, you had your own show, and, and then uh, we kind of collaborated on, on this type of show, which was great, and, and I'm glad we could continue it tonight. And we'll be doing it, uh, hopefully, uh, on a month-to-month deal with you. As long as you're available, we'd love to have you on. We're going to go out with another song. This is one that he, I believe, ended his radio show with. Is that right? I believe so, Doug, yeah. Uh, actually, that's true, yeah, definitely. This is Put Frank, your dreams away for another day. Frank Sinatra closing out our show tonight as he closed out his own radio show many years ago. Thanks, Mal. We'll talk to you real soon. My pleasure. Put your dreams away for another day. And I will take their place in your heart 
Wishing on a star Never got you far And so it's time to make a new start When your dreams at night fade before you Then I'll have the right To adore Let your kiss confess This is happiness Darling And put all your dreams Away Sadness and joy 
There'll be laughter and tears But one thing I pray To heaven above May each of your days Be a day full of love May each day in the year Be a good day May each dawn find you 